Welcome to A Learner's Journey. My name is Molly Sanders, and the goal of this podcast is to inspire and motivate you by connecting you with a variety of passionate horsewomen and men who have dedicated their lives to helping horses and their people. I'm grateful you're here. Welcome to the latest podcast. So for this episode, I'm going to try out doing it solo, and I'm going to do this probably once every few months. And the theme will be where horsemanship melts into life. Because if you're anything like me, your horsemanship, like you'll, you'll notice things at the grocery store or driving and you're practicing your horsemanship or you're thinking about it or you're applying it in a relationship. Uh, many people with kids have said that it has changed their parenting. So that'll be the theme, how that has happened in my own life. And hopefully it will spark ideas um, in your own. So today I want to talk about the allow. It's a tiny little phrase with so much meaning. For those of you that have studied the Pirelli program, you've heard about the allow as a part of the circling game and the squeeze game. And it's a step in the process of both of those games. But as you delve further and further into the program, you realize how much deeper the meaning is. And for those of you that aren't in the Pirelli program, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about as I go further into this because it's something that is an element of great horsemanship. So what I'm going to share with you is what I've come to understand with the allow. I'm not saying this is the way it is. Um, It's just in my journey, the different people that I've studied with, the different experiences I've collected along the way. This is kind of where I'm at right now in my journey. Talk to me in two years, I'm sure I'll have more to add on to the definition of this this concept. But basically, the allow is, it's the silence between the notes in your horsemanship. It's what creates the the music and the harmony. Um, It is the, the space that you allow to observe your horse and listen to what they're telling you. Um, what is their body language saying? Can you figure out what their idea is? And there's a phrase that many of you have heard um, that comes from Ray Hunt that the, I'm not sure if, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but basically the, the art of horsemanship is causing your idea to become your horse's idea, but to understand your horse's idea first. The allow is that part of understanding your horse's idea. So if you like uh, take trailer loading, for example, if you were to ask your horse to approach the trailer, you put a little feel on the line, um, you're asking him to head toward the trailer. The allow is that time that you give to observe where's their mind? What is their idea? Are they, are they bending their body and thinking away from the trailer? And if you don't adjust to fit that, you're just going to end up encouraging where their mind is, where their idea is. You haven't done anything to change their mind and cause them to think along the lines of your idea. 
It's also the space that we give. So let's stick with that example of the trailer loading. So let's say that you ask your horse toward the trailer. Maybe they're a little bit tentative. Maybe they've snorted a little bit. They've taken a step back, but their eyes are on the trailer. They're checking it out. They're doing that thing where they put their head up and down to be able to see more clearly. They're smelling, you know, they're looking. The allow would be an, a really important time um, in this example, to allow your horse the space to explore because their idea and your idea are aligned. Your idea is that they load confidently in the trailer. Their idea is, what is this thing? They're thinking about the trailer. They haven't necessarily um, put their feet in there, but they're thinking toward the trailer. If you interrupt that thought, um, you have a a likelihood of causing them to think away from the trailer. So giving them that time and space, as long as they're thinking in the trailer, can be pivotal. And it's often what makes um, people that are great with horses, it, what, it's what makes it look so easy with them because they're allowing that time for the horse to explore and get confident and be like, mm, maybe I can do this. It also is a time that if you allow that space, they'll build more trust in you, that you're not gonna force them into something. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, it's huge. It's, it's a huge topic. It's also been one of the more challenging things for me to learn. And I say for me to learn, uh, I don't want that to imply that I'm done learning about it because I'm not. But that tendency that I think all of us have as humans to be more direct line to like with the trailer to miss that uh, understanding that the horse is actually thinking about the trailer and they're curious and they're exploring it. And if we push them because we're thinking, hey, my idea is for you to get all four feet on there, we're going to miss that golden opportunity for them to build confidence and trust in us. So the allow is a really challenging thing for humans to learn, um, but so incredibly worthwhile. So I know for me right now um, in my horsemanship, I'm spending a lot of time just hanging out around my horses. I just uh, finished a massage, a virtual massage clinic with Aaron Sauer, who many of you were in, um, and it was so phenomenal um, and that's what I'm kind of immersed in right now is exploring using massage to help my horses relax to help grow the bond it's just been kind of incredible but that 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 allow is there as well I'm um, trying out different techniques and different maneuvers um, different places on their body and then really observing what is their response? What's their reaction? What's their idea? Are they wanting me to be in a different place? So that allow shows up there as well. So I hope this little piece has got you thinking about where this fits into your own horsemanship. You might just be hearing this and go, oh yeah, got it. I, I, you know, I got that. I, it's, it's second nature, or maybe it's, it's hitting you and you're like, Oh, such a good reminder. Yes. I need to have more of that in my time with my horses. It might be a completely new uh, topic for you. And that's awesome. So no matter where you are on that spectrum of understanding this concept, I hope that the next time you're with your horse, it's forefront in your mind. All right, so this idea of horsemanship 
being becoming life. I mean, that it that what we do with our horses um, and how it calls us to change and grow and get better at things, um, be better people, be better leaders, be better communicators. It's, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's impossible to learn these concepts with our horses and not have it seep into other areas of our life and in, in such a good way. So I want to share with you how this concept of the allow has popped up in my world. Um, and it's definitely been like, there's three words when I think about 2021, um, and I've kind of been reflecting over the year and preparing for 2022, which is just crazy. It's, it's crazy that we're that far along into the future. <laughs> like I remember sitting with my brother, you know, uh, talking about 1990, like, oh man, that seemed like so far into the future. And now here we are, it's just nuts. So anyway, um, I've been kind of in a reflective mood. I've also been taking a few days off um, in between um, projects. And I have three words that have popped up into my head for this year. So one thing is I encourage you to think about, like if you were to think back over 2021, what would be the three words that would be the strongest um, words that represent your year. And um, actually, in one of the things I definitely wanted to mention in this podcast is um, I've shared with many of you, those of you that are on the newsletter, I've been sharing with you that I want to start a Facebook group for a learner's journey for you and for me and uh, for others to share about their journeys and uh, respond to these podcasts and the the uh, weekly emails that go out because I hear from so many of you and I hear these really cool stories or these different ways of looking at what I shared um, new new ways new ways of thinking about things that I just I'm like oh man it'd be so cool for everybody to have access to this and to maybe have some conversations started and so that is coming um, and you'll be getting an email on New Year's Eve um, that will invite you to the Facebook group and it'll open it'll open on New Year's Eve um, and you know start in for 2022. So this would be a great opener for you to share your three words for uh, 2021. Um, anyway, mine that have really you know popped up are allow, gratitude, and attention and i'll be talking about the attention piece in a, another email that'll come out um, i think it'll be next week that i'll share with you about that because um, there's some really interesting things that i've been playing with and, and learning about that i think you'll really enjoy so the allow um where that has really been prominent in my past year and really for the past few years is not forcing things to happen um especially when things when when i have days that i'm feeling not 100 percent i'm i i'm feeling fearful or or full of doubt or i'm i'm tired or um allowing space for that um, and, and also allowing space for these wild ideas that I come up with, um, allowing space for, um, time to listen to you, um, and what people are sharing with me, 
And um, it, because it's so easy, it's so easy to get waylaid um, by these fears and doubts that can come up. And maybe you're one of those lucky people that doesn't have any of those, but I would guess that's probably not true. Um, everyone, and one of the things I've been so grateful for this year is the, the, the opportunity to talk to so many horsemen and women that I admire. And without exception, all of them experience fears and doubts and, you know, I'm not good enough to be doing this and why why should I think that I can be doing this? I am so incredibly grateful that they are able to allow those fears and doubts to be there but continue to place their focus and their attention elsewhere. To to keep focusing on the that the inner voice that I'm going to talk to you about a little bit in in just a minute. But if they if they allowed those fears and doubts to take over, what what a shame! I mean, we'd miss out on some amazing education and inspiration, and you know. And I, I keep coming up with that concept when I when I do these podcast interviews, and then when I talk to you and other students, and you know, hearing about your journey, and I just feel like I want. I want to encourage myself and you and everyone else to keep listening to the inner voice that tells you to follow the things that bring you joy and the the dreams that you have and um, and the fears and doubts, they're going to be there. There's just no way around it. They're going to come. But just know that it's partly, well, it's a huge part is it's your brain's job to keep you comfortable, to conserve energy. And when we come up with these crazy ideas that are gonna take energy and they're gonna take, um, they're gonna maybe uh, take risk, um, you know, our brain's job is to say, eh, doesn't the couch look a little better? <laughs> so I just think what a cool thing for, if, if more and more of, of us um, followed that, inner voice. So I want to tell you a little bit about my journey and maybe um, you'll see yourself in it. Um, it'll, you'll identify, you know, maybe you've had times in your life where you've had similar things happen. That's my hope. Or maybe it'll, it'll just be interesting to listen to. Um, so um, in thinking about this allow, it goes hand in hand with this inner voice idea. Um, and it's when I get quiet, I, I can, there's a, there are ideas that come up that are aligned with my values and who I want to be. And this year is no exception. Um, there've been so many different opportunities that have come my way where I have had to get quiet and go, nope, that that's not it. Even though it's like, oh man, that could lead me to a place where, you know, I'm, I'm possibly with someone with a big name and, you know, and I've had to listen to that other voice that that quiet voice that, that keeps pushing me along this path that I think I'm meant to be on. And that is to bring people that I admire, horsemen and women that I admire to you and to connect you with other horse lovers like you and to help us in this community 
not feel so alone, feel like we um, can identify with each other's journeys. So anyway, when there's opportunities that come along that don't align with those things, there's a part of me that gets all excited and, but allowing that space, allowing time to get quiet and not make a decision right away. I'm a, I'm a ready fire aim kind of person. And over the past 10 years, I've really, uh, I think balanced that or brought more balance to that part of myself. It's still in my nature. I still go there, but I know that about myself and I'm able to go, okay, you know what? Don't, send that email just yet. Don't reply. Don't respond. Give yourself a day or a week to make any decisions on that. So I allow that time for me to um, be able to listen to that, to that inner voice. So um, 2020, some of you know this story. I'm not going to tell the whole story. Um, someday I will. But 2020 uh, rocked my world. I think we as a globe got rocked with with the pandemic um, and and other things. Um, so collectively, I think 2020 rocked all of us. And then I had a few other things that happened um, that really caused me to have to listen to the inner voice when it it went against all the things that I had been working toward. So. Um, I got an opportunity in 2020 uh, to start doing these virtual clinics. Many of you have been in them. You were uh, in them in the clinics I'm talking about, like so with Linda, and um, and then I had an opportunity to do a clinic with with Pat, um, and I went to campus. And while I was there, um, I realized that the values that are guiding me. Um, weren't the same um, as what was guiding, really what was guiding Pat. And it it's not that mine are better and that, you know, he's not good or any of those things. It was just that I realized in a huge way that we weren't going the same direction. And I, it rocked, it rocked me in a, in a big way. And, and really it, it, my heart broke. I everything that I had been working for for over a decade, I realized that I needed to I needed to make a, a new choice, and it was really really hard. Many of you were a part of it with me, um, and I'm so grateful for you. Um, you know, people that were in the map group and levels up, and you know, the the rocking of my world rippled into yours, and. Um, you know, I had all sorts of things, uh, all sorts of different uh, messages that were being sent to me. You know, you need to stay the course, you know, don't give up. Um, you need to do what's right for the community. You need to, uh, you know, just, I guess that those are the main ones. And I, I just had this other part that kept surfacing that was telling me that I needed to do something different, that I needed to let the Pirelli professional chapter come to a close. And, um, and then, uh, and some, again, some of you know, this story, the day that I sent in my resignation letter, I got into a bad wreck with a project horse and I'll link to, I, I tell the story in a blog post. Um, and, uh, cause I learned so much from that 
uh, and I wasn't there. I had no business riding that day. Um, I was pretty emotional. And uh, so I didn't allow space for uh, that inner voice in that part of the day. Um, and I ended up breaking my back. I, I uh, had a compression fracture of one of my vertebrae and uh, put myself out of commission uh, for a good chunk of time. Um, and then another part of the story that I haven't shared that um, some of you know, you know, that are, are closer uh, to me um, in proximity and, you know, know, know more about me personally. Um, I had another rocking of my world in that I came off my steady Eddie Lakota. He, he was the horse I was going to rebuild my body and my confidence after I was cleared to ride again and had a fluke little spook. My saddle slipped. I, I ended up coming off and I uh, had my hand in the reins and I ended up breaking my finger. And that, that incident really shook me um, because that was, you know, that's my steady horse. And I was like, I just, I can't I remember coming into the house after it happened. Cause I, I reset my finger. <laughs> it was not, uh, it was not in alignment. There was no harmony in my finger. And I was like, I am not going to the, you know, hospital or going to the doctor. I'm, I'm, you know, I, it was ego driven by the way, it wasn't anything else but that. And which is just crazy, but I reset my finger, got Lakota situated, um, I got back on and rode him a little bit anyway. And I was just, I felt like I was in the twilight zone for those of you that know that, that, uh, TV show. Um, and I came into the house and I, I talked to Brett and I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like what, what's going on? It just, you know, I hadn't come off a horse in, oh man, 12 years. And then boom, boom, within a couple of months. So that, I was still trying to figure out, like some of you are along the ride with me. Those of you in the, you know, the map group, um, many of you, I, I was still doing virtual calls with. You were, you were a big part of me trying to figure out what the heck I was going to be doing. And when that happened, I realized in a big way, I realized that, that being a professor, being an instructor needed to pause. I needed to be a student. And not that I wasn't before, I've always been like, I'm always learning, but it was like, it just was this clear message that right now you have no business teaching. <laughs> and, um, so I allowed space for that. I mean, that was, um, I'm on this end of it now where I'm not emotional about it anymore, but I it was a heartbreaker. I mean, it was, that was what I had, that was who I was. I mean, it was my identity. So I allowed space for this new voice and I knew, cause I'd already done um, the virtual clinics. The ones I did with Linda were like a dream for me working with her. She's such a, oh, she's such an amazing human and was really inspiring to me and was really, it was fun to be a, a team with her. And so I, um, I knew that the virtual clinics, I knew there was something to that. The, and, and, and I feel like, um, and I'm sure that you can identify with this, like any, any change you make in your life, you look back over the years and it's like, oh my gosh, all these things that I've done have kind of prepared me for this new thing. 
And that's way that's the way I feel. You know, I think back to when I was teaching fourth grade. I was an elementary school teacher for 12 years before I jumped into this wild idea to become a Pirelli instructor. And boy, talk about voices telling me that was the craziest, stupidest thing I could do. Um, but there was that inner voice um, that was that was pushing me to do that. And a huge part of being a teacher, what what gave me juice and what drove me was creating community, was building this classroom of little humans. Um, <laughs> I sound like an alien. Uh, building this classroom of little humans and figuring out how each of them learned and and what was important to them and and connecting them with each other that was i loved that i absolutely loved that it drove me so that piece and then my passion for horses and how much we can learn from them and um you know that part of it and and then all of the people that i've learned from along the way um these all have come together and then not only that but um Another little piece of my story, uh, when I first left the Pirelli Ranch, so I was there for a few years, and I I left to venture out and become the instructor, Brett and I, my husband and I moved to Spokane, Washington, in eastern Washington. I'm from the west side of the state, um, but he has family on the east side, so we decided to settle there. I loved, I loved it. And it was such a great group of people. Maybe one of you is watching this. Maybe it's you. Um, such a wonderful group of people. And it was my, it was the beginning for me. And building that community and circumstances presented themselves where moving to the west side of the state was a possibility. And this is, it's where I'm from. It's where my family is. And we decided to do that. Well, it was really hard. Um, you know, leaving that community, um, I it was in the back of my mind the whole time that well, one I was meant I intended that I'd be traveling there regularly. Well, that didn't pan out, and but so in the back of my mind, I kept thinking about these people, um, and it might be you, uh, and so I started thinking about how can I still how can I still include them? How can I still reach them? And so then because of Brett and his technological uh, magic, we started to um, put together these monthly meetings that were already happening, the MAP meeting. Um, those of you, you know, you might be a MAP member and those were happening in my living room um, or in my arena. And it was a gathering of people once a month to build community and connect people. and. Um, and we were able to bring that to the folks in Spokane virtually, so they were able to tune in. So that started the whole virtual thing. This was way two years before COVID happened. So when COVID happened and shut everything down, and I was supposed to do this in-person clinic with Linda, and it wasn't going to happen, that's a whole long story that some of you know, but that whole idea of the virtual clinic came about. Um, I pitched it to Linda. She thought, let's try it, and away we went. And um, anyway, I guess my point in sharing all of this with you is all along the line with the heartache that happened in 2020 and the body ache, <laughs> um, it allowing space for that inner voice and allowing time 
to see if, is that truly, like, is that aligned with my values or is that fear-based or ego-based? Um, and it's just been, it's just been a game changer and it's led me to these amazing opportunities. So, um, I just, I hope that you hear something in this for you and that if maybe the, the, you've got that inner voice telling you to try something and, you know, you've got all these other voices saying not to, how can you try it in a little way? Like maybe it's just with one other person or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you leave everything behind and you start anew. That's kind of my, <laughs> my the way I've done things. But um, anyway, I, I just feel like if, if all of us could do that, um, we would it'd just be such a even better place than it already is. And uh, you're meant to be here. And, uh, and I really, you've, you may have heard me, if you've been listening to the podcast or you've been around me, you may have heard me say that the world needs you. And I so, I believe, I, I know that. Um, and it's, it's, it's such an amazing thing that we're here to begin with, you know, that the, the uh, stars aligned or whatever it is, you know, the science behind it, that, that we are this unique being that there will never be another one like you, you know, a hundred percent like you. And we have this one shot at it, this one life we, you know, no, nobody gets out of here alive and what a unique opportunity. Um, so yeah. So I hope you, you, uh, can have more allow in your life and, uh, listening to that inner voice. And I am so incredibly grateful. Um, I'm so grateful for you for, um, being able to share part of my journey in this little bit of time here or a lot of time. And, uh, I'm grateful for that you've listened and I'm grateful that you're a part of this. And, uh, I'm really excited for the year to come. There's a bunch of really cool new projects and uh, op learning opportunities that'll be coming your way. And I'm really excited about the Facebook group. Um, so be on the lookout for an email. If you're on uh, my mailing list, be on the lookout for an email that'll come your way on New Year's Eve um, to invite you to the Facebook group. If you're not on my um, newsletter, I would love for you to be. You know, it's basically once a week I share uh, either a blog post where I'm writing about something that, uh, hopefully is inspiring and, or the other, uh, week would be a podcast where I'm interviewing, uh, a horseman or woman. Um, and we've got a ton, there's a bunch recorded already that'll be coming your way. And I'm super excited about them. I know, I know you're going to enjoy them. So thank you for listening. Um, I really appreciate you and, uh, closing 2021. Uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Um, and here's to 2022.